Welcome to the Jonah Carey Podcast, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode with Big Poppy. Yes, that's right. David Ortiz is the guest on this week's edition of the Jonah Carey Podcast. And as you might expect, it was a really fun conversation. The folks at Kingsford Charcoal set it up, so you will hear David do a short product read during his uh, segment with me. A couple of things to note. First of all, it was relatively short because he had to get to a bunch of other stuff that day. Also, there was a hard out, so you will notice that there are no goodbye pleasantries or anything like that. Uh, we, it just got cut off and that was the end of that. So those caveats out of the way, a really fun conversation, power packed, short though it may be. We talked about baseball culture in the Dominican. How about the fact that he wanted to be a basketball player when he grew up? That was interesting. Him uh, idolizing Pedro and Ramon Martinez and ultimately Pedro becoming his teammate. Also, I encourage you to read David's uh, article at the Players' Tribune in which he talks about how he ended up becoming a Red Sox. Uh, Pedro Martinez featured prominently in that story. As you might expect, Pedro's the best. Everybody knows this. So all that good stuff. Uh, 2004 ALCS discussion. All that you would expect from David Ortiz. So, like I said, a shorter conversation by uh, this podcast's standards, but a really good one if you're a baseball fan, a Red Sox fan, a David Ortiz fan. You'll dig it. It was a fun one. Also fun is this week's sponsor, Segway. That is SeatGeek. SeatGeek is fantastic. As you know, a longtime sponsor of the Jonah Carey Podcast. It's the best place to buy tickets to anything you could possibly want. Games, concerts, what have you. I've used them for baseball. I've used them for hockey, I've used them for concerts, and they are terrific. A color-coded map makes it super easy to use, so you are thinking about going to a Minnesota Twins game. You want to go to a Twins game. All right, well, you get tickets to the Twins game. Where do I sit? Well, it could be the bleachers, could be behind home plate, could be down the third baseline. SeatGeek makes it easy to see where you get your best bang for the buck anywhere in the stadium or venue that you're going to. They are fantastic. I highly recommend them. I have used them, and I love them. It's easy. Also easy is you download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code Jonah and get this, you'll get $20 off of your first SeatGeek purchase. Yes, that's right. Download the SeatGeek app, enter the promo code Jonah today, and you will get $20 off of your first SeatGeek purchase. It is that easy. What are you waiting for? Go get SeatGeek. Get this going already. Spring is here. Summer's around the corner. Use them. Go to a bunch of games. Go to a bunch of concerts. Live life. Save some money. It's good stuff. Thank you for to SeatGeek for sponsoring the podcast. Hey, some programming notes for you. First of all, I am very happy to report that my MLB trade value series, which is, I believe this is the seventh year that I've been doing this. Wow. Uh, six or seven, anyway. Uh, that will run at sportsnet.ca. Sportsnet is one of my new writing homes. It's CBS Sports will carry the load as usual. My main employer, I'll be doing stuff for CBS HQ, which is the all-digital network that we have as well as some writing for them, but I'll also be writing for Sportsnet throughout the season, mostly Blue Jays, but we've got this MLB Trade Value uh, series, which if you've never read it before, it's a lot of fun. We take all of the players in all of baseball, and we say, all right, let's look at ability, stats, age, injury history, team control. Let's add it all up, and who are the most valuable assets in all of baseball? If you could make a trade, given everything that's on the table, what would you do? Who would you want more than anybody? Not necessarily the best player, although that can be certainly a way to go. But the combination of best, youngest, cheapest, all that good stuff. So a lot of fun. Takes me literally weeks to put this together. Lots of polling of GMs and various executives. 
lots of numbers crunching and all that stuff. And I submit that to you for your reading enjoyment this week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of this week at sportsnet.ca. You can check that out. You can also check out the other sponsor of this week's podcast, and that is Zip Recruiter. ZipRecruiter posts your job to more than 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click, and then ZipRecruiter actively looks for the most qualified candidates and invites them to apply. They even review every application to identify the top candidates so you never miss a great match. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the right candidates finding you. It finds them. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Amazing. ZipRecruiter it's the smartest way to hire. And if you want to know all about ZipRecruiter, you can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Jonah, and you'll be able to post jobs on the site for free. That's right, for free. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash Jonah. And one more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash Jonah. Thank you to ZipRecruiter for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, the clacking sound that you hear, by the way, is my dog Piper's uh, claws on the uh, floor, which is fantastic. Piper is amazing. And uh, go adopt a dog. If you're thinking about getting a dog, adopt. Don't shop. SPCA. Do your thing. Do that. She's great. You'll enjoy having a dog. Dogs make life better. Also better is this edition of the uh, Joe and Carey podcast. It's with David Ortiz. Go enjoy it. Started. Um, one of the fav- my favorite interviews I've ever done was with Felipe Alou. I grew up a big Montreal Expos fan. Alou was an incredible manager, and he talked about the culture of baseball in the Dominican and how him and his brothers helped get that started, and how it was such a big deal. And he was so proud of the fact that his family made such an impact. Of course, his son Moises and Mel Rojas and all these other people made an impact too. By the time you were growing up in the DR and started to play baseball. What was the culture like for you, and, and how did you feel uh, generations before you impacted? Well, in uh, um, my case, growing up in the Dominican Republic, um, I, I wasn't very into baseball to, uh, just to begin with. Um, yep. My dad basically, you know, it was a fight in between me and my dad. Um, when it comes down to baseball, because as a kid, pretty much, I I didn't have that kind of a patience to sit down and watch baseball or get to know about baseball. Yep. I was more into basketball. Hmm. So cool. But my dad, my dad, my dad, he for some reason he he thought that I have a a good hand and nice coordination uh, when it comes down to baseball. So he basically pushed me a lot to. Uh, for me to fall in love with the baseball game, uh, he did the impossible basically because I remember I used to be on my way to play baseball and then the minute I see the basketball court, I used to just like, hold on, you know, <laughs> just like, stay playing basketball, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 
Yeah. But at some point, I fell in love with the game, and then I started getting to know baseball and get familiar with uh, Felipe and the Allo family. They basically, uh, their time was basically, you know, way over. His, 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 his son, Moises, which, who is a really good friend of mine, was the one that mm-hmm. was uh, playing in the big league at the time. And uh, the traditional baseball family in the Dominican Republic is, is something that basically is all we talk about down there. We we start having NBA players lately, you know, but everything was baseball. Yeah. And 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 everywhere you go in the Dominican, you 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 see a baseball field. You see kids playing baseball. Kids wanting to. The professional baseball player, kids wanting to be like myself and all the rest of the players that play in the, uh, in the big league, uh, present and past, you know, it's, it's something that, uh, um, everybody right now and back then, it was very familiar with. You don't, you don't necessarily have to follow baseball for you, uh, for you to know, uh, who was the players from the Dominican Republic doing the, doing the thing in the big league. And speaking of traditional baseball families, you've talked about the fact that one baseball family you looked up to was the Martinez family, uh, Pedro, but in particular his older brother Ramon, who was just an absolute star coming up, and, and even Pedro himself talked about how he idolized his older brother. Uh, how did the Martinez family influence you as you were coming up as a young player? It was great, man. I mean, Pedro, I remember uh, um, Ramon, who was in the big league for Pedro and competing for Cy Young from his era at yep. the time because he was that good. Uh, um, he was pretty much the whole talk. Him, I don't know if you remember, Juan Guzman. Uh, of course. He also was a wonderful pitcher. Uh, um, oh, um, we have We have a lot of history when it comes down to baseball, but the Martinez family has a lot to do with, with, with the Dominican uh, baseball history, you know, going from one good pitcher to uh, an incredible uh, Hall of Fame pitcher like Pedro Martinez is something that uh, uh, he brings in their family. They, they they used to be three brothers who played baseball, who, who got to the pro tool and mm-hmm. uh, got to the big league. Their younger brother Jesus, he uh, uh, he played. Uh, he went to big league camp, I think, at some point, but. Uh, Pedro, who is a really good friend of mine, you guys already know, uh, of course, has been like that one Dominican logo when it comes down to baseball, who all of us want to follow his steps. So, uh, the Martinez family has played a huge role in, 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 uh, Dominican baseball history. You are known as such a, you know, positive guy, confident guy. But it's interesting, your career path. It's been told before, but I'm, I'm curious to hear your words about it. Uh, you know, when the Twins non-tendered you in 2002, here you were coming off, you know, a, a pretty decent season, 20 home runs. Seemed like you were going places, and they elected to non-tender. In a career that was so positive, so many good things happened, how did you cope with that? How did you deal with that coming at that point in your career when you were still a young guy and looked like you were on the rise, and, and, and suddenly that happened? But in 2002, I realized that uh, uh, if I, at some point, get the opportunity to play every day, I can 
I, I was going to be able to put up numbers. Because mm -hmm. if you look at my season in 2002, uh, when I have 20 homers, I have 75, I, I wasn't playing every day. Like, I was a platoon player. And uh, yeah. the, the Minnesota Twins decided to release me because it was either that or paying me. Uh, and uh, they decided to release me. Good for me because at the end of the day, uh, <laughs> I, I went to the Red Sox and, and, and I finally got the opportunity. My first year in the Red Sox, I almost have 500 at that, which uh, uh, you saw my contribution that season. I went from 20 homers to 30 homers, from 75 VIs to 100 VIs. And, and, and consistently, I kind of learned, especially we all, that great group of players that was there. I played with a lot of superstars, uh, playing with the Red Sox. Uh, I learned how to, how to be uh, uh, consistent and how to be able to... Because I already know that I was going to be capable of hitting 30 home and get 100 RBIs in the big league. So what, what, what I was trying to do basically was trying to stay consistent at it. And, 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 and that's basically what I did for the rest of my career. Speaking of those great teammates, there's no way I can have a conversation with you without trying to get one Manny story. You got to give me one. It can be anything you want. Uh, this podcast can be, uh, you know, closer to rated R, but we could do a rated PG one if you want as well. But I'm always interested to hear because here's the guy who had this reputation of obviously being a great player, but being somebody who was, uh, you know, different, a free spirit. But from everything that I've heard too, a really smart hitter, so instinctive and so good. So it could be something that's, uh, you know, Fun. It could be something that shows how good he was, his commitment to his craft, whatever you'd like. But Manny just fascinates me. I'm wondering if he's got a good Manny story for me. I, uh, it's funny that you asked me that question because on the way here, I was talking about Manny uh, yep. a little bit. And I was telling uh, uh, the people that I was with that Manny's one of the best hitters I have ever seen. Uh, uh, for sure. His approach, his work ethic. It was uh, 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 something that you can call invincible. He don't like. He like to do everything behind the scene. He don't. He want people to believe that he was lazy. He want people to believe yep. that he didn't work the hardest he did. He want people to uh, underestimate him into the game time mm. that. So uh, I I watched money for years. Uh, the way he prepared to play the game, the way he, he learned how to slow down the game. And it was something that helped me out a lot because we're talking about uh, 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 one of the best players that ever played the game, even uh, that, that we all know that he made some mistake in his career. But that was him, you know, yeah. that was the way he was. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't feel like I'm – I feel like I'm no one to criticize uh, his personality. I mean, that's the way he was and, and – um, that's the way he is, but when it comes down to baseball, to prepare, uh, to be the good you can be, I think uh, Manny was one of those guys who worked extremely hard to get there. 2004 ALCS, you guys are down 3-0. What are you thinking at that point coming into game four? How is it that you can muster the confidence to do what no other team had done before? You want me to be honest with you? I thought we had no chance. Huh, I thought, interesting. I, 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 I thought we were going home and, and, and all of a sudden, you know, but, you know, you never give up until you, you know, get to be out. So you play the game and, and that's basically what we did and, and we ended up winning that series. 
one thing that I want to give you guys a heads up with, uh, you know that for first time we're going to be playing 30 teams, for first time in 50 years, all 30 teams are going to be playing on March 29. But I want to make sure that yes. everyone takes that day off, go into the backyard, start grilling, fire up the grill we came for so we can enjoy the holidays. It should be a national holiday for everyone. And if the fans want to get more information about King Ford, uh, go to kingford.com slash backyard all-star where the fans can overload their own baseball video for a chance to win a trip to, the, to this year's all-star game, which is going to be in Washington. I'll be there. Awesome. I got one more question for you, if that's okay. So, uh, of course, the Boston Marathon bombing, uh, a great tragedy, and your word still resonates, the fact that uh, you did not censor yourself, the fact that you said what was on your mind. Did you prepare that? Did you come in and say, I know what I'm going to say, or did those words just kind of flow when you were there? No, actually, I I, uh, I was uh, <clears throat> I was one of the guys that was on the team the longest, so I was yeah. very well connected with the fans, so they wanted me to go out there and say something. It was uh, um, nothing prepared. It was just like, hit the microphone, go and say something to the fans. 